clean water. It is essential to health worldwide. And that is our Tuesday topic with Dr. John Hallberg. As we continue our focus on water here on NPR News, Dr. John Holberg joins us now with a big topic, admittedly the problem of water-related diseases and the importance of clean drinking water to public health. John, welcome back. Hi, Tom. Thanks. Water and health, they're intertwined. It's almost a cliche, right? But the World Health Organization underlines how they are declined when they are dealing with water-related diseases, right? Yeah, they sure are. I mean, it's interesting to look at a World Health Organization website and to sort of delve into it a little bit, looking at these water-related diseases. And they actually come up with 20-plus categories. And it's some obvious stuff like diarrheal illnesses, but also the fact that water plays a role with the life cycle of things that can cause a horrible disease called schistosomiasis and malaria and even drowning. So water and human interaction and disease are, are deeply, deeply intertwined. So what are some of the biggest issues worldwide? Well, you know, something like 1.8 billion people use drinking water that is probably contaminated with human or animal feces. There are something like 4 billion cases of diarrhea a year, and all of this is tied into the, the water that we consume. The diseases we're talking about here are diarrheal diseases and they can be very serious, even deadly, right, John? Absolutely. There are hundreds of thousands of cases a year of diarrheal illnesses that result in death. Most of those are in children. Um, you know, things like cholera um, are, are absolutely devastating. It's an archetypal disease. We think of, you know, history when we think about cholera, but still 50 countries in the world have it. We know about it in Haiti post-earthquake. But things like dysentery and typhoid and, you know, the list goes on. And, and frankly, anyone who's ever traveled uh, knows, and thankfully we don't have, you know, death resulting from travel traveler's diarrhea. But if you go to a developing country, there's a really good chance you're going to get that. And that would be likely waterborne. Yeah. I mean, it's, case like that. it really boils down to drinking water that's contaminated with fecal matter, which is horrible to even think about. But that's really the, you know, the problem that there isn't the proper sanitation. But also, if you don't have access to water and soap, and it's something like over a billion people on this earth do not have access to soap and water, you can't wash your hands. And if you can't wash your hands, you're continuing the cycle. There's a solution to this that people who work for NGOs and all say is a fairly simple solution, yet hard to achieve worldwide, and that is uh, just clean water, sometimes water that's cleaned with what, tablets, chlorine tablets, that sort of thing, right? Right. It seems so simple, and yet the challenges yeah. are huge. And, and there are countless uh, non-governmental organizations, NGOs, working on this, and certainly government bodies as well. And the work they do is it's just so you know, so simple on the one hand, yet so complex, and, and the benefits are, are enormous. It sounds to me like this history of sanitation and the separating of sewage from drinking water, which we just take for granted today, uh, that was a real breakthrough in, in medical history. It made a huge public health difference. Oh, it sure did. I mean, we can go back to the mid-1800s in London. John Snow made the connection between these cholera outbreaks and pumps, and, you know, in one particular, the Broad Street pump. And, you know, that was before we even knew about the germ theory, before we even knew what microbe was causing this horrible thing called cholera. And then you go to Paris in the late 1800s when they started creating, you know, a sewage system. I mean, getting sewage water away from the water that we're drinking. And so, right, things that were developed, you know, 150, almost 200 years ago um, and discovered then uh, have huge implication today. 
So give us an idea of how conditions have actually changed uh, over the years, even fairly recent time. There's been some dramatic improvement here, right? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. If you go from 1990 to 2012, the World Health Organization reports that 2.3 billion people gained access to improved drinking water. Still, these are billion-plus people that don't have access to that kind of water, but that's a huge improvement. And there were about 1.5 million deaths due to diarrheal illnesses in 1990, and that's dropped about 600,000 in 2012. So you know, uh, there you have it, that, that if you can improve the quality of our drinking water, you can improve uh, health and decrease disease. John, thanks for coming in and underlining that connection between uh, clean drinking water and public health. I appreciate it. My pleasure, Tom. Thank you. Dr. John Hallberg is an associate professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Minnesota and medical director of the Mill City Clinic.